Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Without a plan, a business is often adrift, like a ship lost at sea. But having any old plan won't do either. So when developing your own business plan, it should be strategic, simple, focused and unique to you. So says entrepreneur Roy Osing. And Roy should know. He's a former president, executive vice president and CMO with over 33 years of leadership experience. Today, he's a business coach and author of the book series, Be Different or Be Dead. Roy is explaining to Chris Ashmore why a strategy is so important. You can rely on tactics, which basically means you're going to chase a bunch of stuff on a regular basis. You can chase stuff to move forward, or you can create a strategy and a roadmap in terms of where you want to go. The strategy and the roadmap is absolutely the only way to figure out uh, if you're making any progress or whether you're just burning cycles and burning bandwidth and putting in a lot of energy and not seeing anything come back. So we need objectives if done the right way and we need a business plan and, and there's a way to do it that's really, really simple and easy, which we'll talk about. Business templates, are they useful? I'm not a fan. Because if if I have 100 organizations following the same template, I have a suspicion they're going to look alike in a marketplace. Now, I'm not saying they're completely useless. I'm saying take a look at them, but don't be married to them. Don't be mesmerized by that kind of formula because all it is is a boilerplate and you need to find your own way. So you need a planning template, an approach that allows you as an organization to find your own way, take advantage of your own competencies and fulfill your destiny, which is different than everybody else. Traditional business plans, what do they look like and are they any good? Well, first of all, they all look basically the same. And so what that means is the insights. Look at why do you want a process? You want a process to provide insights to you as a user, right? Well, they don't provide any insights. They're pedantic, they're insipid. They don't lead you anywhere. They all look the same for the most part. They're all five years in orientation, which is a problem because that means they're not execution focused and execution is an exceedingly important part of a business plan. So when I look at templates, they don't enable execution. My experience is you want a billion, you better be able to execute well. And I had to create my own strategic process to get there. It's They're heavy on direction, which is the what, as I say, they're not heavy on execution, which is the how. And so they're concerned about precision and promise, right? As opposed to what do we need to do to breathe life into this puppy? Who has to do what by when in the trenches to actually achieve some results? Okay, rather than that, they spend a lot of time on let's get the direction perfect. So they're perfection oriented. And why? Well, it's because we've been taught to seek perfection, which, as you know, in a business sense, doesn't exist. You know, it's, it's at best the least imperfect of a number of imperfect solutions that we end up trying and try and land on one that lights fires in people and encourages them to follow. So the other thing is they all use benchmarking. 
They all use benchmarking. Let's find out what best in class is doing and copy them. So in my view, on a scale of one to 10, they barely get a one. Okay, and it's because they're not useful in terms of encouraging a strategy or informing a strategy building process that creates uniqueness and differentiation in the marketplace, right? And that, in my experience, drives incredible performance. And so we need that kind of prescriptive approach as opposed to the way things are done now. What's your approach to business planning? So in the heat of battle, when I was asked to uh, take over the startup in the internet data space, the question I, I asked myself is, okay, what do I do? What do we need to do quickly to get this thing going? What's our plan going to be? And I looked around at the templates and I considered the consultants and all this stuff. And my conclusion was, for the reason we just discussed, none of the, the traditional planning tools worked. They took too long. They were too expensive. They dealt with precision and promise, none of which fit my particular case. So I created my own. I call it my strategic game planning process. And it's called a game plan because the driver of the methodology is execution. If you can't execute it, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, execution drives performance. Thinking doesn't drive performance. Action does. And so you need a planning process that facilitates that. So I created this. It's a simple process. You get your strategy done by answering three questions. First question is, how big do you want to be? Okay, what that asks is, how big are your growth goals over the next 24 months? Not five years, 24 months. How big do you want to be? It's all top line revenue. It's not net income. Okay, it uses top line because that's an expression of how the market feels about you. Nothing else does because I can manipulate an income statement to give you whatever net income you want. But I can't manipulate the top line revenue because that comes from customers paying me. So how big says how much revenue do you want in 24 months? Second question, who do you want to serve? Where are you going to get the money? So this is all about selecting customer sets and groups that have the latent potential to deliver the revenue that you just set up, okay? And you just declared as a goal. So that's all about selecting customer segments. I didn't say market segments, I said customer segments that have like characteristics. Try and choose as few as you can because execution requires you to get money quick and you can get it quicker if you have a real good focus on there. The third question says, how are you gonna compete and win? So this is all about what's your differentiation strategy, okay? So in the process that I've created, we create the only statement in the answer to the third question. So it's how big do you want to be? Who do you want to serve? How are we going to compete and win? We answer those three questions in less than 48 hours. We have a strategy that we now look at and say, okay, how are we going to breathe life into this puppy? How are we going to execute it? And so the execution elements are really, really simple. It says, we're gonna get the plan just about right. Okay, this is where heading west is a meaningful strategic statement. We're not gonna spend a lot of time trying to perfect something that can't be perfected. We're gonna get it just about right, we're gonna start executing, we're gonna learn, we're gonna adjust, and we're gonna execute again, right? We're also gonna get rid of the crap in the organization. We're gonna get rid of the stuff that's in our way. So this is all about innovating to delete things as opposed to innovating to add things. And there's not enough attention given to that. 
in the world today. When innovation is defined, you go look it up, they don't talk about eliminating things under the definition of innovation. They only include adding things, introducing new things, new products, new processes, blah, blah, blah. In my world, I had to open up bandwidth to spend money on the new stuff. And the way I did it is I got rid of the old stuff. So I innovated aggressively to delete things that were no longer relevant. And I call that cut the crap. That was a wonderful program. People loved it. The frontline people just loved this because they told me all the crap that was going on. Right. If only we listened to the people doing the job, you know, we would be much better off. And the third part of, of the strategic game planning process is focus, focus, focus. So this is Roy's rule of three that I coined. Right. Find the three critical things to do. OK, maybe four, but not 12, not 20, not 25. You know, I hate brainstorming sessions. I hate to do lists unless there are only three pieces in them or three parts in them, focus down to the critical few things that you need to do to execute the strategy. So it's a critical few, not the possible many. What a huge difference. Okay, I don't wanna talk about possibilities. I wanna talk about the critical few. Now, the interesting thing is, if you wanna find out if somebody understands your strategy, ask them to define the critical few things that need to be done to execute it. Most people have difficulty doing that. And it's not because they're stupid, it's because they don't understand the strategy enough. And they don't understand the line of sight between them and that strategy. Okay, leaders, that's our cue. That's our job to help them along the way. We don't delegate that to the VP of business development. That's my job as president. I'm going down and I'm gonna help the sales guys understand exactly what three things they need to do. And that's all part of the strategic game plan. So hopefully you've got the idea that, that the activity around this process is not about contemplating and pondering direction. It's about getting one down, declaring it without knowing whether it's right and executing and learning whether or not it's right as you go. That was entrepreneur Roy Osing. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.